It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, organizations, and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership has one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the science of positive psychology with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we like to call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now is your host, Alexis Robin, COO and co-founder of P-Link Leadership. I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Hi there, everybody. It's Alexis Robin. And this week on The Bright Side, we are talking about being an excellent leader, more specifically, the attributes of an excellent leader. So there's been a lot of changes in our working environment over the past month, and there's still a fair amount of uncertainty for what the future of work will look like once we're on the other side of our current stay-at-home environment. But one thing hasn't changed, and that's what it takes to be an excellent leader. Excellent leaders model competence, character, and consciousness. They're discerning, they're brave, they're authentic, and they're loving. But let me talk to you a little bit more about what I mean by those attributes. And in the end, I'm going to give you some questions to evaluate your own leadership as well. So let's dive into competence. Leaders, excellent leaders, have skills to do their job. This is what gets you in the door. It's what gets you hired as a leader. It doesn't mean you know how to do everything. The higher up you go, the less you can be an expert at everything. So part of competence is actually understanding where your abilities begin and where they end and then flanking yourself with a great team. But it's not just enough to flank yourself. You must also release attachments, set clear direction, and allow people to be able to do what they're good at. We've got to be able to delegate things and let go, which can be hard. So, um, so that's the competence piece and kind of probably the easiest part of the whole thing. The second lens I want to look through, those character and we talk about character at P-Link Leadership as what you do when no one is watching and what you do when everyone's watching. And we'll explore this topic more in depth next week when we're going to be talking about how we want to show up for each other in the churn and when things are tough. But in short, excellent leaders think about who they want to be while they're leading. They know themselves well and they operate from their values. This leads to authenticity and consistency. When we know who we are and what we value, we can act in alignment with that. We can act with our thinking, our feeling, and our doing in alignment. So think of that as a three-legged stool, thinking, feeling, and doing. So let me give you a couple examples. Because when the stool's legs are out of alignment, or when thinking, feeling, and doing is out of alignment, then the stool becomes wobbly, much like leaders. So if a leader's thinking, I'm so frustrated with the people on my team, and they're feeling frustrated or angry, but they're pretending, they're doing, pretending everything is fine, sucking it up, smiling, they're not being authentic. If they're thinking that everything's fine, it's all fine, and they're carrying on as normal, so they're doing normal, but they feel like things are out of whack, then they're not being authentic. So what we want to do is really align those three things. And when we're out of whack, when we're off balance, it comes across to people that we lead as incongruent, which can lead to inconsistency in our behavior. 
and it can also lead to lack of trust. So excellent leaders are trustworthy and that can come from a lot of factors, but one of the main factors is consistency. So um, being able to have a leader where you never have to guess how they're going to react when you bring them news, that builds a lot of trust, that consistency. And so, um, and consistency again is built on this innate ability to be authentic and to align your thinking, your feeling, and your doing. So another thing that comes under this character umbrella is being courageous or being brave. And this shows up through many different things, but two of the big ones that we have seen in our coaching at P-Link Leadership is practicing discernment and having tough conversations. So practicing discernment takes time uh, and good judgment. And it's really about deciding, especially right now, what are the top priorities and saying no no to things that aren't. And that can be hard to do. We, as leaders, sometimes we want to please many people. We want to say yes to all the ideas. And one of the toughest things we can do is to really discern, like, where do we want to put our time, talent, and treasure? So that's important. Also, brave leaders don't shy away from tough conversations. They talk to you, not about you. So if you are thinking about leaders who you've had that you respected, my hunch is you'll be able to call to mind some tough conversations that you had to have with those leaders. They might've been uncomfortable, but my hunch is also that you were probably happy to get that feedback or hear from them versus having them talk to someone else about it. So being brave is really important as well. That takes us to our third lens that I want to look through here, which is consciousness and excellent leaders are conscious of their inner game and emotions, as well as the system in which they're working in. So what's happening inside and uh, what's happening outside, basically, is what we're talking about here with consciousness. They balance paying attention to their people and their tasks versus one over the other. So they're not all about the people trying to please everybody, or they're not all about the almighty task trying to get everything done. They're balancing both of those things. And they're constantly striving for personal growth, seeking to learn about themselves, paying attention to their emotions and their energy. Again, back to the consistency we talked about with character, when we're paying attention and we understand our inner game, we understand what drives us, then we can also understand what triggers our reactive behaviors. Where do we get caught up in things? Do we know as leaders the stories that we tell ourselves? Do we understand uh, what kind of situations might be more triggering for us than others? All super important in terms of raising consciousness. They also seek out what is going on in the environment around them, which means having conversations, asking themselves before making a decision how is this going to impact other people in the organization? How might my decision today set precedent for something in the future? And that all takes courage and consciousness. So this ability to slow down and reflect and think. Now, lately, we've had quite a lot of time to slow down and to think. Many of us have gone home. We're working from home. We've cut out commutes. Maybe our workload has decreased a bit. Maybe we're furloughed right now. And there's a lot of time for reflection. And it's such a gift to have 
time to think about things. Um, Previous to this work from home period, many of my clients were working at such a breakneck pace that they rarely had time or made time to reflect on things. That was considered to be a bit indulgent sometimes. But we know that excellent leaders take these times to really be considering both their internal and their external environments. And in the end, one of the most excellent leadership attributes, in my opinion, is that leaders love the work they do and the people that they work with. And that love really fuels leaders and it fuels their desire to continue to work on themselves and continue to practice competence, character, consciousness, even when they're tired or frustrated or burned out. I think that love is really the killer attribute. And so As you're thinking about these attributes, you may have been calling to mind leaders that you've worked for that you really appreciated, that you enjoyed working for, you respected, and you may want to be like them. And so here's some questions that I would invite you to spend some time reflecting on and be honest with yourself when you look in that leadership mirror. It's easy for us to ramp up our delusions and get kind of caught up in, you know, oh yeah, I kind of do that. But like, be really honest, answer the questions. Um, You only have to answer to yourself, not to us. So the first is, do I admit where my competence begins and ends? Am I willing to let go of work and be open to more than one right way to do things? Am I willing to let go when I delegate something? Am I leading in a way that is aligned with my personal values? If you're not sure, you might want to explore what your personal values are. If you haven't identified those and put words around them, they so often are easy to feel, but not as easy to articulate in the written language. What percentage of the time Does my thinking, feeling, and doing align? Am I talking to people versus about them? How conscious am I about my own inner workings? Am I familiar with my triggers? Am I familiar with my stories that drive my behavior or am I ramping up my delusions? How much time am I spending developing my systems awareness? How much time am I spending paying attention to what's going on around me, in other words. And finally, how much do I love the people I work with? And do they know, right? Do they know? So if you're curious, if you're an excellent leader, reflect on these questions. This certainly isn't an exhaustive list. There are many qualities and attributes of excellent leaders. And we just want to give you a... Um, a starting place, a place to consider and to think about. And right now, everyone needs us to show up as excellent leaders, whether we're leading ourselves, our families, a huge team that is now no longer in the same building. Um, Excellent leadership skills are in high demand right now. And with everybody sharing homes and um, trying to homeschool or trying to learn how to live alone without any social interaction, um, that can be hard because our self-regulation is a little bit low. Asking yourself a few of these questions, spending some time reflecting can be very valuable. Have a great week. We look forward to hearing from you next Monday on The Bright Side. Thanks so much.